61 down, 304 to go. My name is Chris. This is At A Theater Me, the podcast where I go to the movie theaters every single day for an entire year. Uh, in this episode, I went to the movie Blacklight with Harmon from Be A Man. Uh, so we had a great conversation about the movie, but also about some of his favorite movies and kind of our theater experience in general. Uh, before I go any further, I want to tell you folks about the amazing popcorn at Popped Gourmet Popcorn. Popped has a store in Salem, but they also have an online store at popstores.com. Has over 100 flavors available. They have a full-time popcorn chef that comes up with new and creative flavors each week. They also offer bulk popcorn, corporate gifts, wedding bags, and more. They can do almost anything in any size, and best of all, they can ship anywhere. They sent me over a bunch of flavors to try. I just tried the salt and vinegar. I'm a big salt and vinegar potato chip fan. This is now of the flavors I've tried, my favorite. The, the salt and vinegar is fantastic. If you like salt and vinegar chips, you're going to love the salt and vinegar uh, popcorn from Pop's Gourmet Popcorn. Uh, this is a perfect option for me to get when I get home from the movies now because concessions month is over. So I still got popcorn at home waiting for me. Uh, if you go to popstores.com and use the promo code Movies with Chris. That's Movies with Chris, C-H-R-I-S. You will save 25% off of your entire order. That's Movies with Chris. Go check out all of their flavors right now, popstores.com. Okay, and here is my conversation I had with Harmon. Okay, I'm here with Harmon from Be A Man. Hello, Harmon. How you doing, buddy? Good. Harmon and I went to the movies together. We saw uh, Blacklight with Liam Neeson. We went to the, uh, the Liberty Tree AMC in Danvers. Uh, and we had a great time. The movie is horrible. Yeah, it was uh, It was a home game for me because it's right down the street. But um, yeah, the movie was uh, pretty bad. Um, I asked you if it was a true story. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was not uh you it was amazing how little effort they put into certain elements um for instance so this is in case you don't know it's a liam neeson action movie similar to the same vein he's been doing since taken where he has to he's basically a man on his own and he has to kind of either save the world or save his family or in this case both and, and I, think it's, I don't think it's a spoiler alert to say Everyone can probably figure out how it ended. Right. Of course, he, he succeeds. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm not too worried about that. Uh, right. I mean, this is, this is just a, a mindless film. Uh, it's supposed to take place in Washington, D.C. So, of course, they shoot it in Australia, uh, which makes it so you can't really tell where the fuck they are. Uh, it's yeah, it's indecipherable. Like, it's the most wherever they shot it in Australia is the most generic city in the world. Um, and they try to go to like the Museum of Natural History in Washington, D.C., and it looks like this weird office space. It's a very bizarre uh, film. It costs $43 million to make, which blew my mind because it looks I like... It I thought it cost like 4300 Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly right. It looks like it, it, it costs like maybe $10 million at most to make. This movie looks so cheap. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it seemed like there was a lot of uh, people that looked like Boston people in that, right? The guy, the guy who got killed, the reporter got killed. He was, uh, he looked like Julian Edelman. Yeah, Ian I mean, Nielsen's, think, Nielsen's daughter looked like Danielle Muir. Yeah, uh, I will say this: everyone, like almost every male actor in this film, looks like Julian Edelman. For some reason, they all have like yeah. they're handsome guys with beards. And it, there except, must be like except ten for of Robinson. Them. Except Robinson except for two people, looked, Liam Neeson he, he, and Aiden. He Quinn. looked like John, he looked like John Feddersen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Um, the Aiden Quinn character, uh, he plays a guy named Robinson who is in charge of the FBI. He's literally the director of the FBI in this film, supposedly. 
You you cannot tell it's Aiden Quinn. He he oh, is okay. unrecognizable. He's, I mean, we all get old. I get it, but maybe I haven't seen him in a movie in a while. But I, I didn't know it was him till I got home and and looked up the movie. It was a horrible acting job on his part too. Couldn't have been lazier. Uh, just totally sleepwalking. Like there's times when his life is at risk, or there's times when he should be genuinely angry, genuinely angry, and he can barely even like shout. He's just you know very chill performance, incredibly relaxed. And you William think about him, have you seen Legends of the Fall? With um, Brad, Pitt, Pitt? Brad Pitt? Yes, I saw that. Yeah, like you think about that movie and he's he's very emotional in that movie. And yep. that's the movie that kind of, you could tell that he was never going to be a movie star because Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins just blow him off the screen. And a Aiden yep. Quinn's a nice actor, but that movie yeah. you could tell he was just out of his league. He was in a couple of Brad Pitt movies, I think, back in the day, right? Maybe. He he was he was in Stakeout. Um, he was in Benny and June. Yeah. Uh, he's in Desperately Seeking Susan. He's been in mm -hmm. a, a lot of. He's never been in like a monster hit. I feel like I feel like you know Stakeout was a hit, but I feel like he was never in like a giant blockbuster hit. He's been around. Now let me ask you something. Right. The girl that got saved at the beginning of the movie, who all the bikers wanted to get, was that the girl that was in news radio years ago? Uh, I don't believe so. I think you're thinking of Mara like Tierney. Um, yeah, like and it, it was not. No, and I think part of the problem is, you know, like, I mean, I guess if it's a problem, it's not a problem if they're good actors, but with a movie like this, you want to see some recognizable faces. You're just there to kind of have a good time, see some movie stars, do some goofy shit, and Liam Neeson saves the day. Fine. But because this is shot in Australia, it's all these people you've never seen before in a location you've never seen before, which is fine in a in many movies. But in this case, they're trying so hard to make this seem like it's America uh, in Washington, D.C., and yet it doesn't seem familiar at all. It just seemed like this weird movie made on like this, uh, like another planet almost. It was very strange. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. I mean, every movie I like to see sex and violence because I'm not that complicated of a guy. And there was a lot of violence, but no sex. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a fair point. Uh, the PG-13 rating really held this movie back. So they have this rated PG-13 for some, I mean, uh, uh, and the obvious reason is they want to have a younger audience. I don't know too many teenagers that are rushing out to go see the Liam Neeson. No, I mean, it's seen him run. Movie. I mean, he looked like me running. But, oh, the, the running scenes were fantastic. So Liam Neeson is 69 years old. They basically, there's a number of chase scenes in this movie, but he wouldn't even run. He'd run like three steps and just stop. Like he just give up. Uh, it was, I've never seen an action star quit faster than Liam Neeson in this movie. It, it is unbelievable. That's crazy. It's sad to watch Liam Neeson's career um, uh, it, to some extent where, look, he's almost 70. What else is he's, he going to do? He's not sad. He's cashing in. How much did he get for this? I'm sure he's, he's a huge chunk. Million. Oh, yeah. 10 million, right? Anyway. I don't know, but I, mean, I, I would say five if I yeah. if you put a gun in my head. But then again, this movie costs so much money. I have no idea. Yeah, crazy. He, he could have been more than that. I mean, it, it, I have no idea. I mean, he's the only thing they really advertised or pushed. I mean, he's the only reason anyone would go out and see this movie. And yeah, he's still making money on these action movies. But he used to be a great actor, or at least a very good one. I mean, Schindler's yeah. List. I mean, I think he, I think as far as the, the movie sucked, but I thought his acting was okay. I mean, it was but, it's hard to tell. The script, same as every movie he's in. The script was so bad, but that's the thing is he used to be in good movies. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. in Batman Begins. Uh, I know people don't like the Phantom Menace, but he's good in that movie. And obviously, you go back far enough, you know, we're talking about I said Schindler's List. You know, some yeah. some amazing films. Oh, uh, right. The beginning of his career. I just saw him in. I think was it Ice Trucker. I, yeah, ice, right. That's the movie he made last year. Yeah, I, I thought that was on, I don't know, HBO and Netflix. The Ice that. Road, Probably right? The ice Road, something like that, yeah. Uh, did you like that one more? I have not seen The Ice Road. I, I saw it, it was a lot better. 
a lot better production. I mean, it seemed like it had a more fun cast. Yeah. I just saw a couple of bits and pieces. But he was in he was in uh, Kinsey back in the day. Uh, mm. Nell, Rob Roy. I mean, these are films I got uh, before yep. and after with Mel Street. Uh, he was in Michael Collins with Aiden Quinn. I mean, these are movies that got Oscar nominations. These were award caliber films. And ever since he did Taken, I feel like, which is a decent, which is a pretty good movie. I think Taken is fun. Oh yeah, um, they were. They did a great job. This is the first one. Probably winded it down trying to get a couple more pages, and he's just gonna retire. I imagine so, but I almost feel like Taken has given him the second life where now he becomes an action star. And like it's it's and I know he's probably made a lot more money doing that than some of the, you know, smaller films from Merchant Ivory, whatever, but I yeah, don't know. He's, I mean, a little, he's a little taken aback by being such an action star. I saw him interviewed about it once. I'm sure he's a shock. I mean, imagine becoming yeah. an action star at, at in your fifties. Well, I mean, Harmon, you be you know, you'd be a man, you know, and that all came later in your life. It must be surprising. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But uh, but with Liam Neeson, it, it is disappointing. I I, fi- I find it to be to be kind of uh, yeah, it was a terrible movie. That was like one tenth of a one star movie. It was awful. Uh, yeah. It is it you know I it, in this show I have what I call the F troop, and it's the I, I, it's the only movies I give Fs to. And yeah, the G troop. This this is the third movie. This is well, I would have done. This is the sixty second movie I've covered, yeah. and this is the only the third F. Thanks uh, for inviting me to such a great movie. What's that? I said, thanks for inviting me to such a great movie. <laughs> I know. I really appreciate it. Thanks for pant load, buddy. <laughs> I know. I, I felt after, afterwards, I felt like, oh my gosh, he's not going to want to do this show now. I, uh, I dragged him to this hellish film. Oh, we had a good time. Got a little weird when you started rubbing my leg in the theater, but. Well, I mean, the movie was getting slow. So, I mean, you, you know, I got to find some excitement where I can. Uh, I felt bad for you, though. So, we get there oh, and I sit down. We had the reclining chairs. We're at the Liberty Tree AMC. I'm all relaxed. I look over and. Poor Harmon's like clicking his seat like crazy. It's not the seat's not reclining. I think I think I broke it, but then I went about four down until we finally found one that worked. I, yeah, so so Harmon and I sat, I don't know, like a football yard, like a hundred yards away from each other watching this movie. <laughs> I almost started not off. There was no one in there. Was there yeah. two people in there? Yeah, two or four people. Yeah, it was. It was uh, this movie's done terribly in the box office. It's only made ten million dollars against, like I said, forty-three million dollar budget or whatever. That's awful. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Well, good for Liam. He made some cash on it. Have you been to the movie theaters a lot since COVID before this experience? I, I, I really haven't. I saw um, Belfast, like oh, maybe in November. Yes. Yeah, I saw that great movie. Absolutely uh, great movie. Before that, I saw some other movie we walked out of. Uh, we saw that Burlington. You walked out Belfast. of it? Yeah, we got a pass for it. Me and the person I was with, we got a, we got a free pass for it. She didn't want to stay, so... Why did you walk with the movie that bad? I think Joaquin Phoenix, was he in it? Oh, was it Come On, Come On? What's it called? Come On, Come On, black and white movie? No, I don't think it was black. I can't remember. Hmm. It was was horrible, though. Wow. And uh, she wanted to get out, and we had the... It was between that and The Father. Okay. I let her pick because I'm a gentleman, and uh, we saw The Father. I mean, we did not see The Father. We saw the other one. I can't remember the name of it. The Father is very good with Anthony Hopkins. That's fantastic. Yeah. So we got out of there, we got a pass, and then we went back and saw Belfast in November. I mean, Belfast I is very good. I think that's the last time I've been there to a movies. Is that is that your, you said that's kind of, is that your kind of your hometown theater, the one that we went to in Danvers? Yeah, that's like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from my house, right down 128. So I used to go, uh, they used to have a Tuesday afternoon. It was like five or six bucks if you're around um, for the matinee. I was a Stubbs member. It was a Stubbs, AMC Stubbs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to go there like in wintertime. I mean, it's what's better to do than go to the movies in the afternoon 
and just kind of kick back when the weather's shitty around. Yeah, you know? especially for budget month. I mean, that's that's a yeah, no-brainer. Right. I mean, yeah, you got to save those right. dollars when you can. That's right. Did you have it? You said you had some notes. Anything that I didn't cover already on this film? Um, yeah, I just took a couple of notes about. Uh, well, usually when I, when I go to a movie, when I go in the theater, I shut the door behind me because this way you can you can hear people coming in. <laughs> you want to know if anyone's sneaking up on you? Exactly. Exactly. Plus I drop the dollar. I don't pick up. If I drop a dollar less, I don't, I don't pick up. I leave it on the ground. So you did, you dropped it. Now, is that an accident? You just dropped it by accident. I, I dropped it by accident, but my family, we have a thing about if we drop a dollar, let's just leave it there. Yeah. I, I was, you know, budget month. I almost ran back and grabbed it, but I, 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 I held my I ground. Wanted, you said it was I bad luck. Get a free, I want to get a free ticket because my seat wasn't working. Yeah, the, yeah, we got, we got a. Uh, it was like a ghost town when we left. It, it, really, there was no, there weren't even workers there when we left. It was unbelievable. And the whole, you know, if you if you guys haven't been to that mall, you have to walk through a good amount of the mall before you get to the movie theater. And mm -hmm. it, it was like Harmon and I were the last people on earth. I mean, everything yeah. was shut down, pitch black. Just a bunch of drunks at, at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. That was it. And there were, there were, yeah, there weren't even many of those around. Uh, that poor mall. There's only one restaurant left in the food court. That, that mall is in rough, in rough shape, which I'll, I'll be yeah, sad I, if that ever closed. I hit I hit uh, Marshalls all the time. I'm a Marshalls guy, Marshalls TJ Maxx guy. So I hit that all the time. And Best Buy, I go there, and I go to uh, Nordstrom Rack. Yeah, they have, the they have a few of the anchor stories that are left, but yeah. I feel like the stuff in the middle is, is just banded. It's, it's sad. There's a massage place in the middle, which isn't bad. Oh, do you like going there? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you give, give him an extra 10 or 20. See how it works. Exactly. Why not? But, uh, <laughs> but they have, yeah, they have um, Buffalo Wild Wings, Panera Bread. That's about it. It's I, not, not much going on there. AC Moore's gone. That used to be my favorite store. I used to love going in. And that some. movie theater is huge. If that ever yeah. left, they'd be so, they'd be so screwed. Because it is a 20. It's how, the, the how reason I go there a lot. It's 20 cinemas. Yeah, the overhead is crazy. Yeah, it's it's a very very large theater. Um, but I think all in all, we we had we had a fun night. We went and got we got dinner at the Sylvan Street Grill, which is right nearby. You only had six shots of whiskey. You're oh not, yeah, you're not a drunk like everybody says. You only had six shots. Well, I, I had I had to tone it down a little bit because I knew I knew I had to drive home. So you know, <laughs> I didn't want to pass out the movie. So it was, it was a quiet yeah. night for me. Yeah, good place. But that's basically it. I mean, I, I love movies. Been going for years, you know, since I was a little kid. I remember going to Bambi when I was small. I cried when the mother got shot. I remember that. Uh, my favorite actor is De Niro. Okay, that's a good one. How about you? How about you? Who's your favorite actor? Uh, I don't know. Right, it's hard. I mean, it's different eras. De Niro is certainly up there for me. Right now, it's probably DiCaprio. Um, but if you took like all time ranking, I, De Niro is on the very short list. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely on a Pacino kick right now. Um, mm -hmm. but no, De Niro is, is absolutely fantastic. I can't go wrong. You have any old time actors you like? I mean, Jimmy Stewart, if you, if you talk yeah. about, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, I'm not a huge John Wayne guy. No, I'm a Robert Mitchum guy. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Mitchum was him. the rare actor of that time period that could be evil. And yeah. he would play some really dark characters, uh, which you didn't see Gregory a time Peck, back remember? What's that? He, he was in Cape Fear with Gregory Peck. He was, uh, yeah. which is both the original version and the Scorsese version with De Niro uh, that came out in 1990. Those are both really interesting films. If, if you, if anyone listening hasn't checked those out, I, I would heavily recommend both Cape Fears. Um, oh, Juliet Lewis is in the second one, a very bizarre performance by her. It's, it's a really interesting movie. And the, and the older one's really cool too. And you were talking about you were at a movie theater alone and some guy was laughing every time somebody got killed. Yes. 
I thought about Cape Fear. Remember De Niro's behind the family? Did he, did he watch the movie? He's just cackling the entire time like a madman. Oh that is a really interesting film for sure. Cape Fear, you can't go wrong. What is your favorite movie? Godfather. Godfather. Um, I'm a, a Goodfellas guy. So Goodfellas, I'm seeing that on sun, Sunday. Uh, it's playing at the Luna Theater in Lowell. So I'll be oh, going there. So I'm really excited for Goodfellas because um, that. that is a that's my second favorite movie. That's a fantastic. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. my second favorite I think is Affliction with Nick Nolte. Oh my gosh! Ooh, wow! That's what, see that? I I I did when it came out. Was it Bruce Dern's in that? Am I right? Uh, James Colburn. James Colburn. Okay. And William Defoe, uh Stissy Spacek. You know, I I might not have seen that. You got to see that. I think I must. Yeah. Great, great movie. That got nominated for a couple awards, didn't it? I'm not sure. I want to say but that it did. Came out, must have came out about maybe 30 years ago, 25 or 30 That's, years I was thinking ago. like late, yeah, 97. I'm looking that up right now. Nick Nolte. No, I, I haven't seen this. Great guy. I mean, great guy. Great movie. He was a nut. Yeah. Nolte was nominated for, uh, it, it got a couple of nominations. Nolte for I actor think, and co was filmed in Northern New Hampshire, up, up route, way up Route 93, up Route 3, way, way up. Huh. Or it was either filmed there or it's supposed to take place there. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to, that's yeah. a good one. Thank you. I'll, yeah. I'll, that's on my short list now. Uh, Affliction. Yeah. That, 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 that that's a, looks like a really interesting one for sure. I like it. Well, I mean, I grew up in a screwed up family, so it kind of hit home a little bit. You'll, you'll see when you see the movie. All right. Dysfunctional family, Nick Nolte. Yeah. I, 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 I'm in. No, no surprise on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm a movie guy. I mean, I love Tarantino stuff, Scorsese stuff. Sex and violence is key. Right, I we, can't, can't figure out much more than that in the movie. We didn't get we didn't get enough of uh, of I don't think we had enough of either, honestly. In uh, in Blacklight, uh, the violence yeah. even then was kind of muted because of the PG thirteen rating. Uh, I, I like war movies. You like war movies? Uh, I it depends. My favorite one is nineteen seventeen. Uh, Saving Private Ryan's very good. Obviously, you know those are kind of the, the obvious that ones. Be, that might be my favorite. Saving Private. Ryan. Yeah, my father's a couple of his friends. Or one of his friends, anyways, was, was over there when that happened. And he told my old man that that was exactly what it was like. That movie described it to a T. Well, that opening shot they stormed, is. They stormed the beach. Yeah, the that, well, that, that that's where the movie kind of has a tough time because how do you how do you like tell another like the rest of the movie from that? The opening is so powerful. Like the best thing about the movie is the first twenty minutes. So like, where do you go from there? And it, I think it kind of falls apart at the end. That third act is rough when they finally mm -hmm. find Matt Damon. It's it's a, eh, yeah. all right. Yeah, I like war. I mean, violence, mafia. All that stuff. That's what that's what I expect from the be a man guy. I think yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty on, on on board. I think. Yeah, I just you know, I hate to see a movie that could have been better that isn't, like something like Copland. Copland's interesting. So Copland is a very good movie, but Copland should have been great. You're absolutely right. Yeah, um, could have been, especially with the the people involved. Um, De Niro, Leota. Like it's a really interesting. Stallone obviously gives it an amazing performance. Yeah, the first Thanks. act is great. It falls apart. Thanks. Gangs of New York is another one I thought that could have been better. I love that movie, uh, but I, I'm, I'm a little alone on the island there. I don't, I don't know if people love that as much. I think Daniel Day-Lewis is so fantastic in that. I, I don't think Cameron I'm, Diaz is as bad as everything. people people say. He's great in everything. There will be blood. What a movie that is. Yeah, so that's, I, know, I like, like that. I think those kind of movies with a lot of violence, um, like uh, cra crazy movies like Blue Velvet. I don't know if you ever saw that. I have, yeah. That, I'm not a huge movie. Lynch guy. Uh, I had Tim Riggles on um, when we did. Uh, we went to Portland together. We saw a movie. He loves David Lynch. He's a huge Lynch fan. Oh, is he? Doesn't yeah. quite hit me the same way. As far as movies, I've been going since I was a little kid. My, I remember my old man used to take us when my mother went out. We used to go with my uncles. It'd be like a, a fun Sunday. 
they buy us whatever we wanted. We sit there and have a fun day at the movie. Where did you grow up? What town? I grew up in East Boston. Okay. Right, right near the airport. Is yeah. the theater you went to, the theaters you went to as a kid, are any of them still around? Uh, I think the Seville Theater is still around on uh, Saratoga Street in East Boston. I think it's still there. Okay. But I, I used to go over to Showcase and Revere a lot. And that's a part, that's that's where the Amazon facility is going to be now. I know, Well, that's where I used to go a lot, too. Uh, yeah. my, my grandparents lived in Saugus throughout my entire childhood. Um, yeah. So we, I would go there at least a few times a year when I was visiting them. All my whole, my mom's whole family was in Saugus, so that mm-hmm. was kind of the theater we go to. I was, I was so sad when they, when they tore that, you know, when they closed that theater. I know. I, I drove by. It was a pile of rubble. That whole yeah, one is changing anyway. I mean, yeah, like growing up, I know that you know you had the theater in East Boston, you had one in Chelsea. I think you had one in Revere. I mean, they're all gone. Showcase is doing interesting. Though. They they have like the one in Chestnut Hill. They are making like luxury theaters though with that Lux program. Yeah. So okay. um, they're trying to go, I think, in a different route. I don't know if it's working for them or not. Um, but it's an interesting strategy where they're, if you pay more money, you get kind of more of a VIP treatment at some of their theaters, um, which is interesting. I, I went to one there, and it is a beautiful theater. The one in Chestnut Hill is gorgeous. It might be the nicest theater I've been to. Oh, nice. Uh, I was. Um down in Dedham, like years ago, I went to a, a theater down there. I forget the name of it, but we had dinner and drinks and everything. Waitress service. It was pretty cool. Right, yeah. Ago, th- that's the same strategy they're doing. It, it, it is a yeah. nice experience. Um, but I just don't like how if you don't pay that extra money, you end up in the first like three rows. I, I don't right, like right. that. I don't think that's fair. Um, no, but no. then again, I mean, that's if you kind of know that going in and that's on you, I guess. But um I, I think it's fine, I guess, to have some of the extra stuff, but I, I don't think I, I don't think it's great when they're limiting people who are paying a regular price as far as like kind of where they can sit. I feel like that's kind of well, they charging a ticket down there now. What's that? Well, they charge for a ticket down there. I forget. I think it was like three dollars to upgrade. I, I forget exactly. Oh, um, really? but it, it was right around there to, to upgrade. So it was like say it was like twelve to fifteen. I went and saw a matinee too, so that, that obviously is gonna be a little bit cheaper, but um it was I definitely in the higher end. I think before showcase shut down in Revere. I think the last time I was there, they was I think they had waitress service there. Yeah, they they are at some of them. Uh, I went to a showcase in Rhode Island um, recently, and they did not have any of the Lux service there. That was so. uh, I was by there last week. The ones the mall. No, it was in um, Warwick, and oh, it was Warwick, uh, okay. by like a Texas Roadhouse. So it was okay. it was a standalone. It was it was pretty big. It was where mm-hmm. I went to avoid the snowstorm last week. Um, oh, nice. But it was a pretty large theater, but they didn't have they didn't have the Lux service, but they were renovating stuff. So I don't know if they're making it a Lux or what their plans are there. But uh, yeah, interesting stuff that Showcase is doing for sure. Yeah, whole different world though with the what's going on with COVID and everything. And we walked out of there it was like we're looking over our shoulders to see if we're going to get jumped. Well, I mean everything closes so early now. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was very bizarre for sure. All right, Harmon, what do you got coming up? What's going on? I know you're going to be in Foxwoods. Um, that's on yeah. June 24th. People can get tickets right now. Uh, yep. Go and uh, check out the Be A Man experience. Yep. Uh, we got a show there. We have a show June 25th at the Chevalier Theater in Medford. Yeah, we have that uh, that coming up. We're trying to book a couple of other shows. And um, we have someone who's working on getting me appearances in different colleges, trying to match us up with the right brand. Um, trying to do that maybe once or twice a month. And uh, that's it. Doing a lot of cameos, a lot of different ads. Uh, you know, we're trying to stay on brand with, you know, manly type of stuff like guns and beer and <laughs> trucks, all that stuff. You know, right. so we're just trying to stay on brand and waiting for the right stuff. We, you know, oh, I was talking to you at, at dinner. You sound like you got a million things going on. Yeah, right. it's crazy. 
it's crazy, but it's it's all good. It's all good stuff. I mean, everybody's been cool. Um, it was while, I was walking around Harmon. I, I gotta say this, and uh, walking around, I was with the guy. We went and got dinner, and then we went to the movie theater. Remember, the movie theater is pretty empty. He must have got stopped a dozen times by any any male between twenty and thirty five. Every single guy walked by, either said "be a man," stopped him for a selfie. It was like being with like hanging out with Tom Cruise. It was like, I, I've never been around someone to get noticed that often. Like you got noticed in the parking lot at, the, at dinner, I said yeah. a billion times at dinner at the movie theater. It was why is that what it's like, like every day for you? Like, I was like, my, my life will never be the same. That's for sure. So it's, it's very bizarre. Um, yeah. I mean, I get pulled over by cops who say, Hey, it's cool. You didn't do anything wrong, but can we get a selfie with you? <laughs> <laughs> Pain in the ass. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, Hey, first responders. I love them. That's true. You know, do anything for him. But uh, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. Like I said, my life will never be the same. I was getting ready to retire in a year or two, but uh, looks like my ugly face is going to be around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. I think I should do a BM in on the way out. Of I this. love that. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for going to the movies, and maybe we'll do it again. But go to a movie theater alone and die in the theater. Be a man. Thank you, Harvin. Okay, before I go, I did want to talk about uh, budget month, as well as a little bit about the AMC and Regal plans that I have. So Regal, we'll start with them. They have two different options. You have the Crown Club, which is free to join. I'm guessing some of you might have this. I know I had it before I started this uh, this project here. Uh, and how that works is, you know, it, it's like I said, it's free to join, but then you can earn, you know, credits based on how many dollars you spend on tickets and concessions, and that can make you eligible for some free things. Uh, but the unlimited is what I use for this project. So how that works is that gives you the ability to be able to see unlimited amount of movies. So you can either do Regal Unlimited, a Regal Unlimited Plus, or Regal Unlimited All Access. Uh, they vary in price from 18 to 21 to 23.50. The reason someone might want the All Access as opposed to for the 23.50 as opposed to the Regal Unlimited is it looks like I'm just kind of looking into this that cities have um, higher. Like for instance, New York City is going to have more of the all access. You're going to need those as opposed to if you're in a more rural area, Unlimited will cover you there. I have the Regal Unlimited Plus that covered the basic area that I'm in. And for that $21 a month, that gives me uh, the ability to see as many movies as I want in a Regal theater. So that's different than the AMC one. I'll explain in a second. And obviously, uh, it also gives you the, um, the same benefits as the Crown Club as well. A few Regals near me, there's one in Hookset, there's one in Concord, and there's one right in Newington. So when I, when I get the Regal, that's why I chose the Regal plan. That's one I probably honestly don't use enough. Um, the problem is the three Regals near me don't have huge amount of uh, screens in their theaters. Uh, I think the largest one is that one in Newington has 15. Uh, the other one, I think, have like 10 and 8. So uh, that's why I don't go to, I, should, I need to go to Regal more for sure. The AMC plan is, has the same kind of structure, but it's a little bit different. So that has the AMC stubs, and that's similar to uh, the Regal with the Crown Club. There, you know, maybe you have the, if you're, have AMCs near you, you might have the stubs. And that gives you, once again, you get certain points based on how many concessions and tickets you buy. But what I have for this program is the A-list. And that gives me up to three movies a week. Now, the nice thing about AMC that Regal doesn't have is I can make free online reservations. With the Regal one, I can make reservations, but that cost me anywhere between like one and two bucks. And where, where I haven't been anywhere near close to a sellout, any of these movies I've gone to, I haven't 
I haven't had to use a, a reservation for, for Regal, so I haven't paid that. But I do make the reservations at AMC because why not? It's free. Other nice thing about the Regal AOS is this also covers IMAX and Dolby Cinema. It's all included. So for instance, I saw the Beatles movie or I saw Batman. I saw both of those movies on IMAX and those are both eligible as part of my three movies a week where that wouldn't have been the case with Regal. That's a nice feature of the AOS. I feel like the AOS app is also really nice and easy to use. The beginning of the month though, I do need to purchase both the stubs and the Regal. Um, so even though I bought both those, my budget still managed to go down. So my budget right now, I've spent 2362, which is 3872 a day or $14,133 for the year. So I still got some work to do, but it actually did go down a little bit. The expense report is back again, sponsored by Tom Treshock from CNA Financial Group. I know in the first episode of Budget Month, I mentioned Tom has been helping get the budget back on track. However, he doesn't just specialize in budgets for 42-year-old guys going to see the movies every day. He helps people no matter what stage of life, whether you're just starting a new job, planning for family expenses, or even setting someone up financially for retirement. Please give him a call today to schedule a meeting to hear how he could help you. Whether today or sometime in the future, you won't know how he can help until you hear what he does. Call him today at 732-403-7747. Again, that's Tom Treshock at 732-403-7747 to schedule your meeting today. Registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. Securities product and advisory services offered through PAS member F-I-N-R-A, S-I-P-C. CNA Financial Group is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of PS. Give Tom a call. He's a great guy. He's very friendly. Uh, I, I definitely recommend giving him a shout. Okay, I'll be back uh, the next episode, which will be tomorrow. And you'll be hearing about The Batman, as well as the Oscar-nominated animated shorts. Obviously, I'm going to spend most of the time talking about The Batman. And I'm going to be ranking the 10 live-action Batman movies in order of worst to best. I will talk to you folks tomorrow.